Hey, what's up, booties? Welcome to episode 21 of Behind the Boots. Uh, great news. Bobby's not dead. He's back with us today. Not dead. Not dead. Not dead. And even better news, guys. Look what he has in front of him. This is what they refer to um, as a laptop. Okay, go on. Um, it was invented uh, by Benjamin Franklin in 1789. Mm -hmm. um, he used it to discover electricity. No shit. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad you're here in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> We've been waiting a long time for you. Uh, but how you feeling? Good. Bottom yeah. line is I was sick as fuck. Yep. I'm still foggy. I could not type all my shit out and mm. print it, so I was like, fuck it. I'm using a laptop. I'm saving trees. I'm doing all kinds of things. I will preface that my laptop is a lot older, so um, it does freeze up. Sometimes I have to hit it. That I, hamster that's yeah, running and it, it gets tired and has to get up the wheel. Continuously keeps it plugged in. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, your battery is now dead. Your well, battery is fully charged, and it's dead. So, hey, baby, back. Baby steps. I feel good. Baby steps. Well, I feel good. We're, we're I, glad you're back. Uh, as, everyone's, as everyone saw last week in the bonus episode, I'm a fucking mess without you. Well, I, I have to say that I I often say you're a mess without me, but I have to say that that was uh, very well done. I was very pleased. I know that that was not what we intended to do nope. for episode, which would have been 20 tonight. It would have been 21. You know, 20, you know, 21. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm happy that it did do what it did. It, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out well. Great. You did a great job. And uh, yeah. I'm also very thankful... Um, for the numerous booties that reached out to me after watching that episode and asked if I was okay, because uh, I did get that. And on a completely unrelated note, uh, those booties who did reach out, uh, let me know if the Venmo went through. <laughs> Thank you. The, the Venmo and the cameo, like <laughs> reach out, like pay, like send him a message saying, mm. "Are you okay?" And I'll pay you. Yeah, yeah. I, I paid at least a dozen booties yeah. to be like, "Hey, wow, that's cool. I only got 11. Somebody didn't. Son of a bitch. Somebody didn't didn't, <laughs> didn't take care of you. No, but I'm back. I'm good. Listen. Fucking, it's real out there, man. It's real. It's real. You can, What's real? You Just can the world. get sick going to Vegas. It's real. The Vegas flu happens. Mm. Um, it was not co cocaine. It, it was not not cocaine. Um, but See, I feel like the fact that you brought up cocaine <laughs> makes it me feel like it might have actually been cocaine. It was not. Nobody was saying cocaine. Listen, it wasn't cocaine. Everyone was thinking it, right? So I'm, <laughs> I'm the first one to say it. It was not, not cocaine. Um <sighs> At the New York, New York casino, I, I, in the bathroom next to the Starbucks. It, was, it, it wasn't was not, it. It was no. not. That wasn't it. I mean, that guy did not have the flu. No. And, I mean, you should, honestly should refrain from snorting shit off of toilet seats anyways. Right. Yeah. I was trying to educate that. I was trying to, I mean, but it was See, this is how not to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, never used, never used cocaine in my life. And uh, why start now, right? That's I'm true. high on life. Mm. And uh, I'm actually... Um, high on just being back in the studio. Yeah, and uh, feels good. Enjoying what we're drinking. Feels good. Before we get to the drink, I do have one announcement. Send it. Um, so a good buddy of mine, uh, he's a fellow veteran mm -hmm. as well. Uh, his brother is currently battling a rare form of cancer. Um, his brother is currently living in Peru. Uh, he was granted a medical visa to come back to the U.S. Uh, to get the treatment that he deserves. Uh, because in it Peru, needs. yep, uh, in Peru they, they can't provide that. So he's without medical insurance right now and needs all the help that he can get, uh, you know, with financing his travel to the U.S. and his treatment. Um, 
So I wanted to put out there to you booties. Uh, there is a GoFundMe for him called Help Antonio Fight Rare Cancer. Uh, if you're able to donate, that's awesome. Any little bit helps. Uh, if not, you know, spreading the word and sharing the link that, that you can find in the episode description or uh, it'll probably be right up here as well. Sharing it go, goes a long way. Getting the word out there. Um, you know, the, this guy, is, he's, a, he's a very good friend of mine and, you know, we, we help our own. So We do. Um, and you know what? I think there's one thing that every single person in the world can agree on. It may be the only thing that they can agree on. And that's fuck cancer. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. I recently had, while I was in Vegas, um, a very good friend of mine. Doing cocaine. Doing, not, not doing cocaine. Um, a really good friend of mine uh, passed away. Um, she was married to a buddy I was in the Air Force with. Mm-hmm. She's younger. She had had a really long fight with uh, different types of cancer, a couple different types of cancer, and had, you know, just taken a turn for the worse and, and had and passed away. And, and it's like... I fucking hate cancer, yeah. and if, if, if you can help one person beat cancer, that's punching fucking cancer in the face, right? Yeah. Like it, it's, it's a win for everybody, and that's something we need to get behind. And uh, if, you can, if, if you can help, please help. Follow the, the link to uh, the GoFundMe and, and, and help one person you know, who's not just one person. That's one person that means a lot to a lot of other people, too. Exactly. So fucking fuck cancer. Punch the shit out of cancer and help donate if you can. I'll, dollar uh, makes a difference. Right. I'll also uh, I'll post a link on our Instagram uh, bio. I think that's what the kids do nowadays. They post links on their Instagram bio. Yeah, or do like links in the comments. Like links are down below or whatever. I don't. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, it'll be it'll be in the bio in our bio for yeah. uh, Instagram. You can find us there at BT Boots Podcast. Uh, if you wanna follow us on Twitter as well, it's of the same name. And uh, you can also find that in the episode description. But what are we drinking, Bobby? Because we hear the name a lot. I'll tell you, this is the first one I've ever had, and it is pretty good. So, I, you know, you had texted me, like, hey, you want to grab, you want me to grab the drinks for tonight, for the episode? And I was like, yeah, sure. He said, no, I don't trust you. Yeah, I was like, nah, no, no, sure, sure, no worries. No, no, sure, don't worry. But um, I was in the store and this like caught my eye because I'm a fan of the drink itself, the mojito. Mm. Um, it sounds exotic. It does. Well, it is. Yeah. And then Bacardi. I'm also exotic. a fan of Bacardi too. I like the symbol, the Bacardi bat. It's fucking cool for shit. It looks way more badass than the alcohol tastes. It does. It, it does. looks like it should be a Russian vodka. I know. Type of thing. Like a fucking like with the skull and crossbones. Yeah. And like exactly. a black, just a black can. <laughs> exactly. In the bat. But uh, we're drinking the Bacardi premixed mojito, so it's actually mm. got real rum in it. Um, it's very good. I'm digging it. Mojitos. If you've never had them, it's got a little mint flavor to it. Um, very crisp and neat in mm. the summertime. They're usually made with like uh, with white rum, clear rum. Um, they're good. I fucking love them, man. Very good. I uh, first time I ever had a mojito was in Spain, in Valencia, Spain. Mm-hmm. Never. I was like, "What the fuck is this guy yeah. doing?" He's like shoving mint in a glass and muddling it and beating yeah. it up, and then the bartender's just like, yeah. "Shut up." Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> "Okay." And I drank it. It was good. But uh, mojitos are good, man. And uh, I'm a fan of these like pre-mixed like alcohol cocktails. Like, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm gonna get on my soapbox here for a second. But I'm glad that this, this, the stigma of, you know, men needing to drink beers or, like, a whiskey or whatever. Yeah. Like, 
it's kind of died down a little bit. I and mean, you still and, do, right? But but it's it's become okay for for guys to go out and you know get get a case of Bacardi mojitos or seltzers or something. Uh, Coors Orange creamsicle yeah, seltzers. Exactly, yeah, dude. No exactly. worries. No worries. No worries. I'll tell you what, I'm here for it. Yeah, I am too. I'm here. For I'm, it. Here. I'm I'm celebrating it, yeah. and uh, we're drinking it. So check it out. Um, yeah. They actually had like like seven other flavors too. There was like like Bacardi and Limon. Um, That's lemon for yeah. people who don't <laughs> speak the yeah, language. Exactly. Um, there was like lime. There was uh, rum punch, which is Ooh. probably pretty good too. Um, there's a couple other ones too, but yeah, it was like ooh, mojito. The green, like just, it, it's still summer here. Yeah. It's warm. I like it. It's going to be a heat wave the next couple of days. I, and I was like, I needed that flavor. So we got it. So we're, we're crushing that. Okay. We're crushing that. Try it. It's in your local grocers. I'm sure. I don't even know what percent is it. Oh, it's 5.9. So it's it's like a Respectable. Respectable number. Respectable not number. Like, not, not like huge. stupid drop down drunk, yep. but respectable. But if you have 15 of them, then you're going, you're going to tell. Well, you're probably going to get diabetes too. There's I probably a lot of sugar sure. in here. Yeah. Uh, that'd That's probably a, be my first concern. But it does say, great when chilled, better with friends. And I agree. So I do too. So here we I are agree. with friends. I'm going to try one later on tonight by myself and <laughs> see, like, if, no, it's see if it's not as good. It doesn't even taste it. It doesn't taste the same. It's like water. Yeah, it's a little water. bitter and it tastes like, like sadness. So. Well, let's get right into it. Huh? Let's do it. Everybody's got their, their quote-unquote war stories from basic training. Some of them, uh, actually, most of most of them. All they have. That's really for for <coughs> a for a good portion of of people's careers until they deploy. All they have really is their war stories from basic. It's a traumatizing experience. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be, and some experiences for other for some are more traumatic than others. But a lot of times they bring it on themselves. So we're gonna get right into the first segment. Uh, boot camp battles. I like these ones. They are good. This one, this one is, uh, it's a, it's a good one. Basic, 2018. That's how it starts. That's, oh, wow. Yeah, That's I like love it. Yeah. New school. I know. I want to, I want to lower the voice a little bit. Yeah. Basic, 2018. About halfway into the cycle, this girl and guy are talking to each other a lot in our platoon. Uh-oh. Which happens. It happens. Because they want to fuck. They do want to fuck. Because 10 weeks... Because it happens. A, <laughs> 10 weeks is a long time to not use your dingling. Or your, yeah, your, 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 your little, little hoo-ha. Your little hoo-ha. Your thingling. Yeah. Um, platoon makes nothing of it. We know the girl has a boy back home. It doesn't really seem like the cheating type. Anyway... We're cleaning weapons in one of the classrooms. We go down to the DFAC for chow. Come back up and go to our base. Get called down to formation. Fuck. What did we do? <laughs> and I love that. Because you start going over like... like could it be this? Each, no, no, each individual person nope. is going over their steps yeah. Yeah. from the past 12 hours yeah. and wondering where they fucked nope. up. Which is awesome. Not when you're that person. Like, Not basic. when you realize it's automatically you and you're like... Yeah, when you my know for a on fact. My I know, yeah. <laughs> my locker was unlocked. <laughs> Turns out the girl, we'll call her Sally, had left her little journal in the classroom. Uh-oh. Which is, we can go over that in a second. Who in the fuckity fuck keeps a journal? That's what I was going to say. Who the fuck keeps a journal? Yeah. Who in the fuckity fuck keeps a journal? Sally. Sally does. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Sally, you shouldn't. 
No, here's why. Diaz has picked it up and started reading some of it. Uh-oh. What he saw piqued his interest, and he made photocopies. Is this like a penthouse stories? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> My pants are getting shorter. <laughs> yeah. Hey-oh! Uh, he calls Sally and uh, Mormon Jody, who is uh, just coming into the... Mormon Jody, I'm assuming, is this other guy she's talking mm. to. Interesting name. Yeah, we can go over that uh, at the end. So, uh, Mormon Jody, to the front of the formation, starts reading off the journal. Quote, he gives me butterflies. Jody reminds me of whatever her boyfriend's name is. He's a good kisser. And blah, blah, blah. At this point, Sally's crying. Jody doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Jody's, well, like, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Jody's, like, getting fist bumps from all his buddies. I know. Um, double standards. I don't agree with that. Oh, yeah. All right, whatever. Formation has now transformed into a gaggle fuck of hyenas. Now, the best part, uh, Drill Sergeant tells Sally to write a letter to her boyfriend back home and her parents and tell them what she's done. If she doesn't, then I'll have a word with them on family day. Sure enough, she refuses. The DS doesn't say anything on family day. Damn, I wanted to see a show. Instead, the Drill Sergeant says something after graduation. After they had spent the previous... (laughs) Day, all together and happy. I love that salty drill sergeant. Double standard, too, is I would have actually made the guy write a letter to that girl's guy and that girl's parents. (laughs) (laughs) To keep it uniform. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been better. You can't punish one with the other. No. That's where I disagree with the drill sergeant. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. I mean, but... He's, maybe he's learning, you know. He, he could be he could be young, yeah. in the, in the in the ways of in the world the realm of drill sergeants. Yeah. But I feel like he's one that has had a run in with uh, a Jody, and so believe it or not, this was this is a reverse in, Jody in, though. In twenty twenty and a half episodes, this was our first run in with a Jody, I mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. And it, you're right, it is a reverse Jody. Um, I have a feeling it's not going to be the last time we see them. But what no. would you uh, describe a Jody as? So, well, it's it's simple. Jody, Jody. He's six foot four. He's back on the block, mm-hmm. and he's helping himself to your lady while you're I out. Th- I thought you were going to make like a rhyme or something. Well, I was trying to think of the rest <laughs> of it, like because there's cadences all about Jody. Yep. He's 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 been the muse for multiple lyrical geniuses in their cadence, yeah. poetic abilities. Yeah. But Jody is, is the name given to the individual who's back taking care of your significant other, whether wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. while you're away serving your country because they needed to be, um, they need to be, consoled with all their worry and uh, he's yeah. helping them out with that. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one uh, going to training, uh-huh. getting through, put through all that shit and then sometimes, you know, uh, uh, deployment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they need consoling. Numerous times. And usually the, it's, it's, a, it's a vicious cycle as you've mm. heard the, the, you know, no, no name pun intended here, but the Dear John le- letter, mm. which is J-O-N-H. Yeah. 
J O H N. Yeah. Yeah, J O N H. That's H S I. John. But usually that Dear John letter was started by a meet with Jody. <laughs> so Dear John is always the result I've of met a, someone and that someone <laughs> meeting with Jody. Jody. Would you like to hear the uh, the Jody cadence? Uh, yeah, I would. But also, I just want to say that m- more than likely, I don't feel like this guy that's back home is innocent in it, too. He's probably he's 18 or 19. Listen. And he's having a summer after his I'm senior high school. I'm not here to make school, assumptions. And he's banging everything. I'm not here to make assumptions. Two legs. Right. So I, I'm willing to bet he's not going to be too heartbroken about it. No. <laughs> but no. Especially because he's probably assigned to, like, fourth don't, list don't you, or something. He doesn't want to live there. Don't you victim blame here. <laughs> victim shame. Victim <laughs> Whatever. shame. Send it, um, Jody Cadence. Jody Cadence. Which one? There's so many of them. Jody, Jody, six foot four. Jody never had his ass kicked before. I'm going to take a three-day pass. I'm really going to slap a beating on Jody's ass. Ain't no use in going back. Jody's got your Cadillac. Ain't no use in going home. Jody's got your girl and gone. Which doesn't really rhyme. Well, I mean, it doesn't need to. Let's get the I guess. Uh, ain't no use in feeling blue. Jody's got your sister, too. <laughs> Like <laughs> Jody, yeah. Jesus, Jody. come on. But you see, the thing is, is that is that Jody can be your own best friend. Jody can be. Oh, Jody is Jody's, a lifesaver. Yeah, yeah. But Jody can also Jody can also help you out too, because he can show what your significant other may really be. Yeah. And that can yeah. save you in the long run. And it's better to have it happen in basic training, I would I would say. Yeah, when you like, have nothing. Like fifteen <laughs> years later. You've got nothing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it happen and I've it's it's fucking brutal. Yeah. When it drags out. That's true. That's true. So I mean some people hate on Jody's, but he's really saving lives. Yeah. If you think about it. He's making he's he's instituting freedom. At different points in life. Well, see, now I'm picturing him as a superhero. He's just one guy. Oh no, it's, I'm still. I still would like to punch fucking Jody in the face. It's just. <laughs> I just picture him as a superhero, just flying around, just fucking all these uh, girls who are who have men that are no, either it, deployed or at basic training. Like, to me, the image when Jody comes, and then you say like Jody comes to mind. I think of like a guy in like an old western, like three piece suit. With like the little skinny mustache, yeah, and like a top hat, and he's like, yes, <laughs> yes, ah, he's deploying, yeah. eh? mm, deploying. Yeah. Eh? Seems like you have a couple holes to fill, yeah. <laughs> and then then Jody takes over. So and I then Jody takes over. Punch Jody in the fucking face. But see, Jody, but yeah, was, Jody is the very f- so. Jody, without knowing it, naming this villain Jody. Mm-hmm. It could be a guy or a girl. It could be. It was the very first, you know, non-conformist yeah. style of a villain, <laughs> and, it, 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 and it could be either. The military was way more progressive in the in the 40s yeah. when this was. We may when this we was, may put on a front that yeah, we're not. When but, this was instituted, yeah, we you know, very progressive on that front. opportunity. Uh, uh, cheater. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I guess yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. But, but hey, uh, you can't. You what can't was the guy's name? Mormon. They ca- they called him Mormon Jody. He he was apparently like a Mormon type of like 
goody two shoes type of guy. But he and he got with the chick in basic. Yeah, so he must have just been putting on a front. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, crazy. So I, I, I didn't, I didn't have females in my basic training or my AIT or anything. It just didn't exist. We didn't even have them on the same base. Now I know it's all, it's all it's just the cuddle with dudes. Mixed, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but, that's, uh, that's where it's at. I mean, that's the worst though. When your journal comes up and you're like, that guy gives me butterflies. And <laughs> <laughs> the journal like, he kisses so nice. Yeah. But uh, I didn't have it. Do you have girls? In, I, I did. Cause you, I did. I and, hate to uh, use the word soft skilled MOS, but it was a a, a mixed MOS. Wow. Look at that reaction. I love wow. it. You're love back it. for one day. <laughs> back for one day. <laughs> it's an essential. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I know it is. Um, but, yes, we did. And there was things like that that happened. And uh, Crazy. And, yeah, and it, I don't think that nothing ever came of it like they had people at home or whatever. But, yeah, like you have men and women that are in that type of situation and stress you know, is involved. Yeah, exactly. You, I mean, whenever I'm stressed, I want to fuck, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I get it. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that was, that was it. Uh, that was boot camp battles and that was the that's introduction not even, I think of that's, Jody. That's not even a battle. That's a, that's a, that's a boot camp bonus. A boot camp boner? Yeah. Well, there you go. Someone had a boot Double camp D's. boner there. Boot camp boner. Um, yeah, very impressive. Um, I think, you know, that, that, that might need its, its, um, its own style of segment because I can think might. of, I can think of some, some schools I went to that were, um, larger force where mm-hmm. we didn't have just like career fields Yeah, and, uh, you know, men only career fields, but they're kind of mixed together. And, and there was a lot of uh, shenanigans that that happened, you know, none by me, of course. I was always a lot of pants know, parties. Straight and, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're into that stuff. But uh, yeah, okay, maybe I come. On, I'm looking. At, okay, mm. okay, I like it. That like I very, said, very good one. I, I'm willing to bet that's not the last time we see Jody rear his Here. ugly head. That has two meanings. Yeah. Talking about his this one and then double his entendre penis. Perhaps as well. Um, good one. Mm-hmm. I like that, John. That that's very. Uh, that's a good one to come back to. You know, um, we talked about some stuff a while ago. <laughs> that's great. We did super we specific stuff. Way back um, in the day, we talked about some stuff. Do you remember? And and actually, what we did what we did was. Oh, hey, how are you? Yeah, you better turn that shit um, off. You, excuse me, I'm new to this. Just hit that guy. He, he didn't know that computers make sounds. I know. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, so <laughs> it's, it's mad at me. It's a ghost. <laughs> Go away, devil. <laughs> um, so we broke secrets on this show. We have? We have. We've talked about things that... Broke promises? Or no, never promises. Okay. Never promises. Never <laughs> I, was gonna, promises. I was just going to no. throw my table and call it. We broke secrets when we talked about a secret society... That exists. I'm actually, I know what you're going to say, and I'm still nervous. I'm still looking over my shoulder every day. I have been, too. Um, I've heard noises at night. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. Yep. I wake up. There's seven guys over the top of me. (laughs) They're all wearing E4 rank. I don't know what it is. Pants by their ankles? No, not No? Um, But we talked about... I was going to say, I have that same dream. Yeah. (laughs) we, We talked about... The E4 Mafia mm. and its existence, mm-hmm. although not officially sanctioned by any government agency, yep. not officially 
in existence. It's like aliens. We know they're there, mm -hmm. but we don't know they're there. It's probably the most well-organized, well-run organization in the whole Department of Defense. It literally could have won the war in Afghanistan in the first two weeks if they'd just been like, hey, can you guys go fix this? <laughs> like, yeah, I'll trade with this dude over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then all yeah. of a sudden he's trading with Saddam. Yeah. And and Saddam's like, like, all right, dude, yeah. You just yeah, had to ask. I'll fucking, yeah. No problem. I'll stop killing um, people. So we, we had this segment called Made Men. And we talked about the existence of the Eformafia. Mafia. Now, I've done a little bit more digging, and um, I went to some libraries, while you know, some hidden libraries, while, and like, dusted the books off. and Like in, physical libraries? Like, like, the, yeah. like in the building? Yeah, like Indiana Jones style. Like I was looking for, like, you know. They still have those things? They, they do. No you have shit. to know where to look. Oh. Um, and I found the seven official, unofficial, rules that the E4 Mafia lives by. Mm -hmm. Now, I've also come to the, the realization that the Marine Corps has their own version of this. They don't call it anything, and it can't be the E4 Mafia. Yeah, because <laughs> it can't be the E4 Mafia because it's their Lance Corporals, mm. so they're E3s. So they're, they're very similar, yeah. um, just like the Marines and everything else. They're very similar, just a little bit behind it's a little bit everything dumb. else. So yeah. um, the seven unofficial rules... <laughs> yeah. Love that sound. That the E4 sound. Mafia lives by. Now, some big words in this. Okay. Should I? But we'll 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 break it down. Please do. Yeah. Speak but slowly. What 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 I'm gonna do is is give the number one the give the rule, read it out what it, what their what their definition of it means, and then we're gonna see if we if we've ever experienced this because you may have even just like seen it in passing, not even realized. What was I, happening? I feel like a lot of times that's what it is. Yeah, you're just yeah. like, oh my god, you it's like a fucking things are happening right yeah. in front of your eyes. And you just you don't never even notice. know it. Yeah, yeah, it's that's like the uh, beauty of it. It's like it's like those. It's like the like the last part of like any of the oceans movies when like mm. the plan goes into action and you yeah. just see them like. Yeah, like moving back and forth. I still and have like, no idea what goes on in those movies. I, I just know that there's still a lot of stuff. They're amazing. Yeah. and it's always Brad Pitt eating a cheeseburger, and he's always fucking. I love it. Um, the cheeseburger, not Brad Pitt. Okay. Okay. That's anyway. not how I took um, it. So number, number one is see nothing, say nothing. So the very first and most important law of the E4 Mafia is this. Plausible deniability is your best friend. The simple words cannot be used, or the simple words can be used in almost every situation. In the military, if you see someone doing something against regulations, you're supposed to say something. But... Are you really going to call out your bros for putting their hands in their pockets when it's cold outside? Hell no. No. Okay. So, see something, say, say something. No. See something, say, say nothing. nothing. Right? Yeah. Because you never know who's watching you as well. And it's that moment that you were like, hey, dude, you should probably take your hands out of your pocket. That other guy comes from behind. Yeah. And he turns you Meta in for metaphorically fucking slit your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. So it's it's the number one rule: yeah. is a bro never rats on a bro. I agree with that. Yeah. Have you seen that? Have you seen that pay off for you, where you could have said something to someone, didn't, and it reciprocated? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure I have, um, but I'm not gonna see something that. I should talk to them about not say something and then go back to them later and be like, hey, man, you know that time you had your hands in your pockets? I didn't say anything, but I could have. 
But I couldn't. But yeah, I couldn't. You don't need to because it's don't. already like. It's like an yeah. It's like an unspoken. <coughs> yeah. I feel like all of these are going to be unspoken rules yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like. They know. The next one's not even unspoken. It, it's actually written down. It's the second law of thermodynamics. It's written down. <laughs> uh, the second law of what? Thermodynamics. So at first glance, it may seem odd that Sadi Khanat, who is a 19th century French physicist, um, would have much to do with a bunch of slackers. As he once famously said, total entropy of an isolated system can never decrease over time. In layman's term, this basically means controlled chaos will always take the path of least resistance. Okay. Couldn't we have just started in layman's terms? <laughs> nope. Uh, okay. So if you ever ask a lance corporal to do anything, they will half-ass it and tell you that the task is complete. It's science, really. So uh, I mean, it checks out. So basically what this is breaking down to is that the E4 Mafia or the Lance Corporal Kingdom or whatever they're going to call it will take the path of least resistance to get whatever done is put in front of them mm -hmm. as fast as possible, oh, whether yeah. it's good or not. Yep. Have you seen this? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, the, the thing that comes to mind is tearing down tents. <laughs> <laughs> Pull them out. Pull the yep. guide ropes. Yep. There is a... Just like anything in the military, <laughs> there is a manual on how to do such on how to do such manuals. We don't need exactly. Manuals. Exactly. If it fucking if it fits in the bag, it fits in the bag. <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. That that part to this tent doesn't fit. Ah, just fucking toss it over there. Yeah, it's fine. We'll let, the, we'll let the other assholes worry about it. That's why I think the the greatest invention in the military, other than the poncho liner. Mm-hmm is the cover, the case for a camo net. Because whoever invented the camo net realized they would never fucking be able to put that There's back in a bag. It's like a fitted sheet on a bed. Yeah. yeah. So like it's a it's a big fucking open case that you can like fold up and then wrap some straps around yeah. and be like, it fits. Yeah. We got it in there. <laughs> so it's probably it's made like, by like an E4. It's like yeah. going Hanging out, all, out. The, all the corners and shit. Yeah. Um, so the third rule um, is probably my favorite. Um, because it brings a celebrity into play who's actually one of my favorite. And it's not and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, is it? No, we're not talking okay. about Stolen Valor. Okay, so we're Jesus talking, Christ. We're talking it's, such, it's such a crazy claim. <laughs> we're talking about the unspoken rule. And this is a celebrity who was also a member of the E4 Mafia at one point in okay. time. Elvis Presley. He was too, but not yeah. this guy. This is called Always Play the Shaggy Defense. Shaggy like? From the mystery? Nope. Okay. This defense is named after the famous Lance Corporal turned musician who was caught in an unpleasant situation. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, should I? Big Dick Nick, do you know who I'm talking about? Shuggy. That's right. It wasn't me. Oh, shit. I, I didn't caught know caught you was in the shower. No, no, shit. It wasn't me. He was an artilleryman during the first Gulf War. No with shit. The Marine Corps. So they Fucking always say, shaggy. play the shaggy defense. It wasn't me. Hmm. So... When confronted with nasty allegations and irrefutable evidence, he simply kept repeating the Lance Corporal Underground mantra of, it wasn't me. That's genius. If there's evidence that something happened, but not enough to pin it on you, enthusiastically deny it. Was not me. Wasn't there. Wasn't me. The Shaggy Defense. I have not only seen this, I have used this <laughs> to my benefit <laughs> multiple times 
when dealing with higher authorities in the United States military, to include the Army's Criminal Investigation Division. <laughs> What's the statute of limitations on whatever you're talking about? It's over. Okay, it's over. Great. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> okay. But uh, it wasn't me. Easy. I wasn't there. Right. So the shaggy mm. defense. Now you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I tried to do that in my first marriage. Didn't work out. Yeah. But anytime I hear that, all I can think of is like, is that, that song. It's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> it's a great video, too. Great, great song. It um, is a great song. So, number four. Now it's going to be stuck in my head I know. fucking ever. Number four. When in doubt. Whip it out. Skate out. Oh. Which is pretty self-explanatory, right? So unless yeah. you're sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that an incoming task will be fun, don't agree to do anything that comes down from the chain of command. Mm-hmm. If the first sergeant calls for four volunteers, don't ever ask, for what, first sergeant? Yep. Expressing interest, essentially, is, is, a, is a blinding yourself. signature. Yep. Saying, I got it. Exactly. And I think this is something that you learn when you are uh, E1, E2, E3. Um, when you have a little bit more zealous and you're, you're a little bit more motivated. More zenith to get out yeah, there and really you, get you, it done. You, you really want to make a name for yourself. <laughs> Um, so you volunteer for whatever, yep. and then I'd say about 95% of the shit you volunteer for, it's really shitty. Yep. And there's a reason why they, they want volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, no volunteers in a foxhole. Exactly. <laughs> um, so that, that's a learned, a learned behavior. All I can think of is, is five guys standing in line, right? Cheeseburgers. Like across, not the burgers. Okay. Um, one E4. Mm-hmm. 41s, E2s, E3s, right? Mm-hmm. First aren't saying, I need three volunteers. And then all the E3s step forward, but that E4 that's next to that E3 just puts his hand out and goes, just shakes his head no. <laughs> and that's how the E4 mafia is handed down. The guy like... That's right. Passing it, on it, the it's tradition. Passing yeah. on. You can just see the guy just shake his head. No, mm-hmm. no, no noise, no nothing. Nothing's out there. Mm-hmm. Now, the first part of this, there's a key to this. It's almost like like national treasure, right? You have to like figure out what's Fucking going. Great movie. It is really good great movie. movie. You have to figure one, out what's one going of Nicolas on. Nicholas Cage's last good ones. <laughs> Nicholas Cage's only good ones. I do like Bad. The Lieutenant. Rock was good too. Yeah, um, that's one of my favorite. With Sean Connery, not yeah. the wrestler that you despise. He should should not be mentioned. Okay. Anyways, um, so this is key right here, and and what they're what they're alluding to is something that's deeper than these rules. It says, unless you're sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that an incoming task will be fun, don't agree. The only way that you would know that that task is good... You know about it beforehand. Because your E4 Mafia, your buddy who's the company clerk, Mm -hmm. who's in E4, has notified you, hey, first turn's coming down with this task to escort the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders around the base. Boom. Like, you already know. Because the first sergeant, who was probably a member of the E4 Mafia, is just going to say, I need a volunteer, knowing that no one's going to step forward, yep. right? And all of a sudden, you're like, I got it. Don't worry, it's me. I got it. All <laughs> me. All me. And he it's looks me. at you, and he smiles, because he knows he the knows, E4 Mafia yeah. is still working. And then he goes, then they see you with the cheerleaders, and he's going to come again and say, I need a volunteer. Like, oh, I got it. And now you're cleaning, like, you're watching fucking the third country nationals cleaning shit fucking <laughs> out of the fucking the porta bodies. Uh, it's an evil mistress. It is. It is. All right. So, the next one. If you look right, you are right. 
Okay, perception's reality. Oh, for sure, 100%. Critical. 100%. The military is a very busy system. Despite all of the hurrying up and waiting that happens, everyone is constantly on the move, which is true. Even if you're, like, not going anywhere for hours, you're still going to do stuff in the company area, and it's just always moving. All you need to do to get away with nearly anything is put some effort towards appearing like you're squared away. Rarely will anyone take time to make sure that you're actually doing things right. Exactly. How critical is this? Dude, I can't tell you how many times I've walked around a company area with a clipboard and a piece of paper, and no one ever fucks with you. No. No one official. fucks, no one fucks with the guy with the clipboard. It's official. Yeah, he must. Oh, shit. So it's official. He must be doing something good. Yeah. Like, yeah it's like, I, I would equate it to like high school, right? You see a guy in the proper length shorts and a whistle, you know he's a coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Balls you're not hanging, gonna, balls hanging out you're not going to fuck with bit. him because he's got a whistle. He's official. You right? don't fuck with the guy with a whistle. No. Yeah. It's the same thing. Clipboard, don't fuck with him. Exactly. Okay. A clipboard and a whistle? Jesus Christ, back off. And then clipboard and a cup of coffee, you know that that guy's a fucking supervisor and he's supervising those with clipboards. So you don't fuck with him at all. Nope. You go talk to the guy with just the clipboard. Exactly. Yeah, yeah clipboard can save you. It's, it's like one of those pieces of kit you just pull out of your backpack and you're like, yeah. I'll take notes. I got this. Right? Clip, clipboard was my favorite weapon. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something this is something we alluded to as, as well, right? So this is number number six in the official unofficial rules of the Four Mafia. Where did you get this document, this tablet? <sighs> I can't tell you. Did you just walk outside and the heavens opened up and it no, was No, I told you, you. I was I was in a library in Venice. Okay, and I was looking for the Holy Grail, but then this thing popped out, and so it was is, this—is this the Holy Grail? Leather-bound book, <laughs> and it had very dusty. I went, and like the dust came off, and it showed a secret passage and the down below. Playing. Yeah, a secret passage down below, and I, I broke it with the, no, no, that's Indiana Jones. I'm sorry. Um, so I found this on the interwebs, mm-hmm. but this is something we alluded to already, right? Is that never forget where you came from, whereas your time. Mm of you being a member of the E4 Mafia or the Lance Corporal Underground goes away. You should trademark that name. I think it's already in there. Oh, is it really? Yeah, no, because yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good. So your time, you, you, you level up, as the kids call it these days, in, yeah. in the games. But your time in that should have been cherished, for one thing. But you, you should never forget that those powers are working behind your powers at all times to make the lives of those E4s and below better, right? I feel like uh, a lot of times, though, when you get promoted to, you know, you, you spend some time as a specialist E4, and then you get promoted Sergeant E5, you get promoted again. I feel like it's uh, kind of like the Polar Express. You know, when he goes to see Santa, mm-hmm. and he believes, and he has the bell. <coughs> the bell rings. It's real. But as he gets older, the bell doesn't ring anymore because he stops believing. I feel like that's what happens to a lot of times uh, when people get promoted. They kind of forget where they yeah. came from. And it is up to the E4 Mafia to, to remind them. Did you know that the guy that wrote the Polar Express was an E4? In the, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but so it doesn't matter who you are or where you're going with your career. Your buddies who tell you that they're ride or die really mean it. You should keep the promise. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember this. If you happen to get promoted out of the mafia or the underground, don't forget that your guys are still your guys. Like I said, they're gonna f- they're gonna they're gonna work their powers against your powers. It's just it's the way of fucking life, man. Yep. It's it's the life in the wild. Um, 
you may have to take more responsibility now and you may have to take, you know, you may have to make them work. But that's understandable. However, don't think, not for even a single second, about turning into an NCO that stabs every single one of their former friends in the back. Because you know the powers. You know what happened that behind that. That sounds oddly specific. I know. Well, I'm just... <laughs> because guess what? The final official, unofficial rule of the E4 Mafia, Lance Corporal Underground, blue falconing hmm. is a crime punishable by disassociation. There are three people that will always garner hatred from the E4 Mafia. Do you know what those three are? Could you take a guess? Well, you know one's probably Blue Falcon. I'm, I'm willing to bet that one is Blue Falcon. We talked about one in your segment. Jody. Yep. There's a third one. Yep. Is it First Sergeant? <laughs> the Good Idea Fairy. Oh, yes. So those three, three yes. villains, super villains, if you will, Jody, the Good Idea Fairy, and the Blue Falcon will always garner hatred with the E4 Mafia. If you ever dare to be a buddy fucker, one of your fellow mafiosos, you can ex- to one of your fellow mafiosos, expect to get them to have them get you right back. And it may not oh, yeah. be right away. It may not be today. Maybe a may dish tomorrow. served very cold. Mm. But I want to I want to finish this because that's the seventh one with an actual tale of that last that last. Piece. I just right now I just picture like a former specialist who's now working at the VA who's taking claims and they find someone's like, name who they recognize who fucked him over back in the day not service and they're connected. like oh <laughs> <nah>. not service connected <laughs> your time has come my friend that's you it's, thought it's it was funny. over it's funny because I actually have a very good friend of mine who I was in the E4 Mafia with we were roommates who's now a member of the VA who works in a specific department. That takes care of those things in a, in a state that we don't live in, so oh, it can't benefit us. But so this is a story. So I told a great story a few episodes ago about. <laughs> Stop tooting your own horn there, buddy. The it, was, it was fine. It was a legit one, right? It was. <laughs> just, it, it I don't involved, even remember what you're talking It involved about. porno. It involved. Uh, it, it involved guy on girl, black cock. It involved PT tests, three hundred. Sounds, sounds like a really yeah, good story. Go back. Yeah. You'll hear it. So this was a comment on that story that I, I, I took a s- snapshot of because I needed to save it for a special moment. And this mm-hmm. is that moment talking about blue falconing. Okay? Go on. So the guy said, he actually had to delete his name because I think it was like he was so worried about his <laughs> he, life. He was in a bunker right now just yeah. running for his life. Yeah. So yeah. this guy, he said, so much respect for your unit and how you treated it. He says, my is, mafia. Is he talking about your dick? Or no, your? no, no, no. No, the 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 guy's unit that he served uh, in. You know. Okay. It says, my mafia reported it up that a soldier lost the key to a truck and they made a big deal about personal accountability. So um, for those of you that don't know about military vehicles listening, they don't have actual keys. No. <laughs> they have a fucking wire that comes out that you wrap around the steering wheel and you <laughs> use a fucking padlock Dude, to lock it. Okay? It is so stupid. These things cost hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of dollars. And they're like, let's just get a cable lock. Yeah, let's get a cable and a master lock and call it a day. So what happens is if if you're out using that vehicle, you unlock the lock, you hang it on the radio mount, and you leave it sitting there. Sometimes that fucking lock disappears, Yeah. right? And so now you can't lock the vehicle, which is a fucking cardinal no-no. So this guy, who is from a different unit and had transferred into another unit, was like, I'll take care of this. I'm in the E4 Mafia. We got it. So... 
Um, he, the guy lost the key. One of his soldiers lost the key to the lock. Mm -hmm. So he goes and talks to a motor NCO, gets a new lock and key, goes out and cuts the lock, replaces it, turns it in, puts it back on the rack, on the, on the key rack. Mm -hmm. No crime, no punishment. Yeah. Problem is... The other people in his platoon already reported it up the chain, mm. and now they were trying to do an investigation of where the key went, uh, but now there's a key back with a different lock, and this guy cut. got in trouble. You said the lock was cut He now? cut the one lock, got rid of it, and yeah. replaced it with a different lock. Yeah. So this guy was trying to do the E4 Mafia way around it and take care of this soldier. Which someone called the right thing. It, which <laughs> most people call the right thing. And this guy got fucked for it. Mm. So... The moral of the story is, don't fuck over the E4 Mafia. Fix the problem. Lowest level. Easiest Lowest path of resistance. level. And go for it, right? Yeah. That's Always exhaust all avenues of approach before you move it up the chain. Yeah. Because you can solve it. Because you, really you might can. even ask you, oh, I got the key. And I'll tell you what, as, as someone uh, who was... Uh, in E5, E6, we'd prefer it if you did that. Yeah. If we don't have to hear about it, that's fucking perfect. Because <laughs> I got a boss, yeah. you got a boss, If you can hash it out yourself, yeah. fucking great. <coughs> so there it is, man. That's that's made men. That's a little deeper into the ra in the, that, the world of the E4 Mafia and Lance Corporal Underground. That was good. Um, it kind of, because we, we, we had a segment about them before, and it, I think this is just a, a very... Like a good deeper, deeper look yeah. into how they. This operate. is more like a History Channel show of like it. It like should be who is the Knights Templar and the Four Mafia? Yeah, do they have the gold? <laughs> Are they the keepers of the Knights Templar's gold? Like there's just you never know. There's one like eighty four year old E four yeah. who's just kind of like yeah. the crypt keeper of all this shit. Well, and the truth the truth is is that they the E four Mafia is holding the secrets to Oak Island. <laughs> If they if they would well, just ask, <laughs> it's right there. Isn't that in Canada? <laughs> yeah. God damn. <laughs> we have a pretty we have an international reach. Yeah, huh? exactly. All right. Well, thank you, sir. It was good to have you back analyzing things. But uh, that's what I do. Something I don't I don't think we've touched on this really. Like we probably have, but not like officially. But you've been in more than one branch of service. Correct. Technically, I've been in in four. Go on. Four departments of, because I was in the Army National Guard, mm -hmm. the Army, mm -hmm. the Air Force, oh. and the Air Force Reserve. Oh, wow. So it means that so you were like, you're kind of a slut. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Or never happy. You heard it here first, Bobby's <laughs> a slut. <laughs> um, Not first but, year. You know, at the end of the day, Whatever service you're in, whatever branch, we all got each other's backs, right? We're all there for each other, like a family. Yep. But also like a family, you you kind of have those those rivalries between <laughs> between siblings. So uh, I wanted to get into a little something that I like to call sibling rivalries. I love this. This is, oh. And, uh, wow. 
it basically just kind of turned into people talking shit about the other branches hmm. and stereotypes that they found between branches. And uh, after I want to get uh, your take, you know, being a man of, of many lovers <laughs> or many branches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the question was asked, is there rivalries between uh, the branch of the military? And someone said, absolutely. So we started to kind of go through um, different stereotypes. The Air Force is the smart but spoiled little brother. He gets the expensive flying toys, but mostly he moves things for the others in the family. Which is factual. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. But see, the, and mom and dad love him the most. When was this written? I don't know. I, don't I was going to say, or like, when, because, because now it's Space Force. That's true. Like, I, just before we even get into this any was of that, before Space Force. Exactly. So, yeah. like, the, the thing is, is like, I have older brothers and si- I have an older brother and an older sister. Mm-hmm. My brother, my sister's twelve years older than me, and my brother's eight years older than me. And then I was born way fucking late, right? Yeah. This Accident. is this is kind of like that thing where like Air Force is the younger brother, but then Air Force is is in high school. And mom and dad get pregnant again, and it's Space Force. Oh, Jesus Christ. And it's Christ. like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> and then the Air Force tries to call his estranged brother and sister who exactly. have already You're been like, no, out of the house for a you, while. Man. Yeah, fuck you. You have to go through it now, bitch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like most youngest siblings, especially you know in your case where, for the most part, when you were in your adolescent years, they were probably like already gone and yeah. doing their own thing, they get the best toys. You know, they get, they get the most love yeah, from mom, mom and dad. Yeah, mom worn the fuck down. Yeah, <laughs> they're just like, shut up and just take the credit card and just buy go. whatever you need. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's cool. I don't want to yeah. do anything. Yeah. Uh, so the army is sort of stupid, but uh, well-meaning, big brother. Sort of? Sort of? Uh, I, I think this guy was the army, so okay. <laughs> well, he's not the army, but he was in the army, uh, so he's trying to be polite. Uh, he can be trusted with pencils. Uh, he gets almost all the guns he wants, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Which is true. Which is true. I, I, I think the the problem is is like looking at it. And I don't know what the rest of them. I'm, I'm assuming I can already assume what the rest of them are going to be based mm-hmm. upon these. Like, army's like the more responsible big brother. Right. That's like likes to joke around and he's like, okay, guys, hey, that's enough. Yeah, that's enough. All right, let's go ahead. Everybody yep. get in line. All right. Take settle, your fucking sunglasses off. Down. Formation. Let's go. <laughs> you know, he, he, you know, he's like he's the disciplinarian that wants to be cool. Like he's the he's the, and I have this as a brother. He's he's the the older sibling that becomes like a um, a uh, teacher and then becomes a like a, a high school principal, <laughs> like a disciplinarian. <laughs> but he's like tries to be cool with the kids. But he's yeah, like he's, in the end he's, he's like okay gay, guys take your seats. Yeah, all right, I remember when I didn't take my. All right, take your seats. Here we go. We're invading this country. Let's go. Come yeah. on, come on. <laughs> That's good. That's very fair. So the Navy is the brother we try not to talk about much yep. because it's not gay if it's underway, which I don't understand what that means. It's not gay if it's already happening. I, but are they using like the term like gay, like happy? Like I don't know. I mean, are you on a boat? Can you be happy? You can be happy on a boat. Yeah. Um, I guess. Uh, he can be trusted with pens, uh, but only the blue or black ones, and they get the big, big floating toys. Yeah. Uh, this is like, to me, the, the Navy would be considered the sibling that like, like, went away, and, like, you're from one town, like, your whole family's been in one town, like, a bigger city, yeah. and this guy's like, 
I'm from New York City, but I'm going to go to college in, yeah. in, in San Diego. I want to see the world. Yeah, I'm going to go to college in San Diego, yeah. and I'm going to drive my, my, my van out there. And then, you know, he's, he's a little sketch, and yeah, he goes away for sketch, a while. Yeah. He comes back for probably Christmas got, with a mustache. And then, I was going to say, then, he's probably got glasses and, like, a, like a pencil mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, and he, and he, but he comes back one Christmas with a mustache. Then he comes back with, like... An ironic beard, you know. He's just like he, he's that sibling that's like you just really little, like him. You're like, all off. right, he's, yeah. he's you know he's got a job, he's he's making money, he's yeah. got an apartment, he's paying his bills. But you're like, <laughs> but fuck, dude, I wouldn't do that Some, life. You something know, like, just seems off. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like, <laughs> you're like, you're you like, know, hey, like, man, want to go grab town, a beer that you're back in town? And you, you don't let like, him yeah, watch sure. your kids by himself. You know yeah, what I mean? And you just you do, but you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll just get pizza. I'm fine. So uh, the Marines are the big brother who always eats the crayons instead of drawing with them. Uh, when they do figure out what to do with them, it's usually to draw obscene things in the porta potties. They get the guns and planes the Navy doesn't want anymore, and they get rides on the Navy's floating toys. So they they get the Navy's hand-me-downs. Yeah. So this which is, is like, true. This is like so the the this is the way I'm going to put it, right? Like, and this is like close to my family too. Mm-hmm. Um, Army was born first. Navy was born like within a year of Army. So he's like, Navy's overshadowed by Army because he's the big brother. Yeah. The Marines were born like three years after Navy. Mm-hmm. So like his clothes are still kind of in style, but they're not. Like the mom doesn't they throw them s- away. They somewhat yeah. fit. Yeah, the mom doesn't throw them away. She's got to like, he gets like the yeah. toys, like so. When Navy's a senior in high school, the Marines are a freshman in high school, and he kind of gets picked on because his brother's like the weird older kid. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's the Marines like he's like I'm an athlete, but my brother's weird. He's trying to make his own path. Name. Yeah, but he's just yeah. Kinda his in older the brother of his Army was like brother. a really good football player, but he's like a linebacker. Like, yeah. he's like a lineman. Yeah. You know, it's but then there's the Air Force, who's born like. 10 years after that, yeah. all the clothes are gone, gets whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking the best housing, like <laughs> everything, right? It, it, it's really And like because a his life. older siblings fucked up so much, uh, there's really no expectations. So yeah. anything he does is fantastic. Yeah. Everyone loves it. <laughs> and he's great. really smart. He's yeah. like, meh. Um, sometimes we acknowledge the Coast Guard as a baby brother. Uh, usually he's found playing in the sand did or you, in the shallows with antique ships and guns. Did you ever see. The final season of the Brady Bunch with Cousin Oliver. Dude, I haven't seen any season. Of ruined it. <laughs> so the little cousin came along and ruined everything for the rest that's, of them. Is that the Coast Guard? Yeah, that's the Coast Guard. That's the, you have you seen a, a, Have you seen the uh, the show on Netflix, Space Force? Yes. With Steve Carell at the beginning when they're like, the Space Force is new and you're the new general. And the Coast Guard's like, finally, I'm not the last one. They're all laughing at him. Like, no, 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 you're still <laughs> fucking last. I you're do still, remember that. <laughs> you're yeah. still last. I do remember that. Uh, is that going to come out with a second season, or is that just like done now? Is COVID. that like a one and done? COVID. It was, like, it was okay. It's kind of like Space Force. <laughs> I haven't heard much about it. <laughs> the Guardians um, of the Galaxy. <laughs> is that what it is? They're the Guardians. That's they're, basically, they're not airmen. They're not Marines. They're not soldiers. They're the Guardians. That's <laughs> it's brilliant. It's embarrassing. It's brilliant. So here's uh, another story about uh, some rivalries in, mixed in between... Uh, Branches. I was in a veterans fraternity in college. It was great. Lots of drinking and shenanigans. No hazing or other bullshit. Okay. Just had to show the DD-214. <coughs> uh, 
had one buddy that consistently argued that the U.S. Coast Guard was the hardest and consistently ended up getting duct taped to the flagpole in front of the house or thrown, <laughs> or thrown in a dumpster. <laughs> and then uh, dumpster? I got out. Some, uh, some of the comments are, are perfect. Uh, duct tape to a flagpole, that's my kind of no hazing. <laughs> uh, and then someone replies to that, it's not hazing, it's corrective training. Thank you. And then just randomly, uh, make flogging great again. <laughs> which if you don't know what flogging is, it's a punishment in which the victim is hit repeatedly with a whip or stick. It's a band. <laughs> it's Plug true. Fucking great. It's fucking random. Fucking <laughs> great. I just, I, listen, I know we, we said a bunch of movies, but like old school, because you said fraternity. Yeah. These guys were, they made their own fucking fraternity as veterans. Which you, you almost have to do. Which is awesome. Yeah. Which is literally the movie old school. They're old fucks who make a, a fraternity that they can be a part of. Exactly. And there's a dumpster because the the my favorite fucking line from that's that what you're excited movie, about. Yes. Okay. My favorite whole my favorite line because Jeremy Piven is like one of my favorite actors mm-hmm. of all time, and he's got such great sarcasm. Yes. And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're so and so's brother." Jeez, like didn't we throw you in a dumpster? And he just goes, "Yeah, I got out." <laughs> <laughs> and like that's, and he's he's like Dean, Dean Pritchard. You can call yeah. me Dean. He's, yeah, I got out. Fucking that's just great movie. Oh my god. So I was, all I can think of is a bunch of fucking broke ass veterans. Yeah. Like walking out like old school with like the sweaters, like the fucking collegiate like sweaters. A slow yeah, motion so, montage. And then guys type like my thing. knee, and there's a guy with like. Uh, a motorized wheelchair, <laughs> like all kinds of shit, and they've all got like hats on that said like, they all have the, the, the trucker hats, yeah, the yeah. big guys right, with yeah. all their fucking uh, like pins on them and shit. Yeah, yeah. Thank, you, thank me for my service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and all their shits made by like grunt style. Like exactly. Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> Nine line. I love it. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, that was that was sibling rivalries. That like I, again, I'm sure that's gonna be something that we we. Circled back to because there's so yeah, much. Dude. You and you, there's so you, much. You you hit it. We were talking, I think, earlier, maybe offline, maybe brain fog. I don't remember, but it, the even inside the service mm-hmm. itself, the rivalries oh, go down yeah. to the nearest. Like you can go down to the like like the individual amoeba level where like a fire team will have rivalry against the fire team in their own squad. Yep, and exactly. then it's up to like. But then you fuck with my squad, it's you, my squad, your squad. My you platoon, fuck your my platoon, platoon, yeah, exactly. Your company, company. It's even to like the National Guard, the Army Reserve, the Army itself fucking fuck with each other. Yep. And then you all gang up to fuck with the Air Force. Of course. And then everyone gangs up to fuck with the Coast Guard. Yeah. And it's like... It, and the Coast Guard is like, Mom! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even Mom tells him to shut up. Shut up. But uh, you, that was a great You one. guys like be that. nice to your like little that. brother. I, I think there's going to be some really good... Um, sibling rivalry stories that could come out. I think next. so too. So if you booties have any, please uh, send them in. Fire some, fire send some them lessons. Want to go to medical? I do, and uh, I I would like. I mean, I I want you to introduce this one because this is one you sent me recently, right? Yeah. 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 So this will be a rare time when I read a mail call. <laughs> so bear with us, guys. <laughs> I just added an extra thirty minutes to the episode. Grab some popcorn. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So I, I, I did want to read this one. This one, you know, it really 
kind of, I was taken back by it in a good way. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll explain it why after. But this is from Jason LaBelle from Tennessee. And he is from the greatest branch, which is the U.S. Army. Correct. So he starts off, uh, so shit here, I just wanted to say I stumbled across your podcast, and I'll tell you that, for one, I love the idea of the show, and two, you guys are doing a hell of a job, and three, the topics are spot on. I used to assist a battle buddy with his show doing segments and helping him with ideas and topics. Uh, quick backstory: I'm a wartime veteran of 10 years active duty and three years Tennessee National Guard. As a 91 Bravo, which is a wheeled vehicle mechanic, or in this the way, uh, well on active duty, I served uh, two 15-month tours in Iraq uh, from 03 and 04. Yes, I was one of them that got the big green weenie and got extended. And the second tour was in 07, 08. I have survived six IED attacks and numerous enemy engagements. Uh, I do have PTSD along with other issues and wanted to say that listening to you guys helps while I am having one of uh, those days. I have been searching for a podcast to do that with, and man, did I strike gold. This is an initial contact message, but man, do I have some great experiences, uh, not just stories that I would love to share with you guys. Anything from motor pool shenanigans to barracks life, uh, downtime in Germany and Korea, unconventional corrective training, blue falcons, what the fuck moments, the bonds formed, the situations my battle buddies got me into, and a whole lot more. I love sharing and reminiscing about, as I call them, the best worst days of my life. So before we get into uh, the story that he sent, uh, first of all, Jason, thank you for, for sending it in. Like That is just fucking awesome to read. Uh, and like, thanks for like, opening up. That's uh, probably not easy to do. Um, I've never done it before, so I don't, I'm sure opening up to people is hard. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. but when I initially thought of this podcast, that is what I wanted. I wanted a, a community. I wanted somewhere where people, um, who have served and who haven't served can go and, uh, kind of just get away, you know, um, for, uh, for a little while and, you know, reminisce about the good times they had when they're in the service. Um, you know, think about the times that made you smile because I'm sure there's a lot of times that didn't. And, you know, at the end of the day, I wanted people to have a sense of uh, community and seeing something come across our uh, mail call like this, you know, it, I don't know, it seems like it's working, which is fucking great. Yeah, and it's not from within the, the thirty mile radius of, of Yeah, <laughs> I didn't we, I didn't pay him to send this in. Like this is a real yeah, thing. There won't be any disclaimers. Yeah. Uh, real spokesperson paid for their <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing, man, is like the, the, the reason I, you know, signed on to do this with you is because I did believe in your your personal mission statement behind mm. it is that you wanted a community of people that wanted a place to go to to, to laugh about yeah. stupid shit because yeah. that's what we're talking about is stupid shit yeah, we really yeah we do talk about a lot of stupid shit yeah there's enough podcasts and and avenues out there for people who who want to hear about the stuff that that you know earns medals and citations and yeah which, the, is, the all really, great which stuff. is all the great stuff but there's also a whole the 5% of your career that you do that stuff, there's 
7%, that's do the math. It's not 100%, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, so, because of time zones. Okay. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then the rotation. Exactly. The, the core aurora borealis effect. Yep. It's, you know, makes sense. Science. So, you have to think uh, it's that law of thermodynamics. Oh, that's second, what that is. Second one. Oh, so okay. You have to think like, People need to laugh, man. And I've remembered yeah. so much about stupid shit that happened on a fucking Wednesday night in the barracks in 1999 that I would have never been like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because of this. So. when you hear about all this funny, stupid shit that other people are doing, it, it jogs your memory and, like, it brings back those good memories that you have about shit that, like, you probably don't even think that you're making a memory when you're doing it. You know what I mean? But yeah, like those are those are some of the yeah. best times that you know, that you're gonna remember. Got to shake shake those member berries out. Um, so now that we've uh, been sincere mm-hmm. for maybe one of the first times in the history of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Jason, for that. Um, let's get into a story. Do you want me to read it? You don't trust me reading now? I do. I think I did really well that time. I think you nailed it. Okay. And I think that's probably the limit of where you can. You can do. Fine, go ahead then. But prove me wrong. Nope, go ahead. Go prove me wrong. No, I don't want it anymore. Prove me wrong. No, it's fine. Fuck uh, it. You read the first four nope, words. I don't want it anymore. Perfect. No, uh, so he, he continues on just saying, I'll, I'll share a quick one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was in Iraq in 03, and I had a 12-hour radio watch shift in the talk, the, the tent of command, mm-hmm. okay? Um, after working 12 hours in the motor pool in 120-plus heat. So needless to say, I was a little tired. I reported after chow at 1900, 7 p.m., and about 2300 or 11 p.m. for you civilian-minded folks. Uh, I apparently dozed off. I was suddenly awoken at 0130 in the morning by a sergeant from my platoon, the head generator mechanic. Fucking generator mechanics. Um, by They're his, not even real. I know. They're not even real. By his spot, Generators fucking, they do their own maintenance of themselves. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, oh, I'm a generator mechanic. Like, we don't even have generators. <laughs> <laughs> What's a generator? Yeah. But uh, by his spot or his helmet bouncing off the floor and hitting me. I was reclined against my body armor and gear and screaming that they had been trying to get a hold of me to wake him up for 30 minutes and I was in deep shit. Well, here is the fucked up part. My corrective training was for one week I was to police call or pick up all the trash. It's, it's the greatest names the military gives things. Go pick up trash. Can't say that. No. Please call, please call everybody. Area beautification. Please call. Um, Pick up the, the, the trash from the motor pool in the company areas using an IR Kim stick without fucking night vision goggles. Which is uh, impossible. Bananas because they're IR. They're, yeah. They don't emit they light when you them. don't have <laughs> the proper uh, equipment. Exactly. Without night vision goggles. And the following week, I had to fill and stack 200 sandbags using NVGs or night vision goggles. Which, again, your depth perception when you're wearing MVGs is uh, virtually non-existent. Especially the ones that they give to, like, like non-special operations units. Yeah. Like, they're like the Walmart brand of night vision <laughs> goggles. The Walmart brand thumbs its nose at these MVGs. Yes. And so, uh, needless to say, I never messed up like that again. Yet, I don't remember ever having radio watch again. But that sergeant got his karma later, but that's another story. I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, looking forward to hearing from you and hopefully sharing some of my great and shit experiences. I, thank you, Jason. Uh, that was a great story. And I'm also looking forward to that Sergeant's Karma. Yeah. Please send it in. Um, but what a fucking punishment, man, because you might as well just not have given him the... You're just wasting IR chem lights. I know. They don't do anything. I know. I would have not cracked it. 
Yeah, and just kept them pocket yeah, that shit. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not cracked it. Exactly. But what a fucked up thing, dude, is like, first of all, you're working 12 hours in the motor pool while deployed. It's yeah. hot as fuck, dude. And you're yes. actually doing a job. This is what pisses me off about, well, a lot of it's just, just This is the only thing that yeah. pisses Bobby off. The only off. thing. Really <laughs> grinds my gears. But, because uh, yeah, he's a mechanic, get it? Ah, 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 you didn't put oil in it. That's why his gears are grinding. So, yeah. he is working. Gotta stay lubricated. On vehicles that are actually performing real-world combat missions. Which, if I may add, are not built to fucking perform in that type of weather. <laughs> no. Not even With close. all the armor. No. Nope. They barely perform here in the so States. So this guy is fucking doing this for 12 hours. Then they're like, you got 12 hours of fucking radio watch. And I guarantee yeah. he's like 12 hours working the motor pool the next day, too. Like, that's f- setting him up for fucking failure yeah. on both accounts. Working on the truck that I have to drive into combat and exactly. then listening to the fucking radio yes. that I'm calling in from combat. They're, they're not really uh, thinking of the ripple effect no. of that <laughs> of that type of shit. No. But, uh... But hey, I'll tell you what, if if all I had to do was a week of, of police calling and filling sandbags and I never got ready to watch again, I might take it. Yeah. That's a bold that's 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 like a low key E4 Mafia move. Be like, listen, if you fuck up on the radio, you're gonna suffer for two weeks. But But it pays off. But because we're here for another twelve months. Yeah. So. <laughs> but you'll get sleep every night. It's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Oh. That was good. That was very good. Uh, thank you, Jason. Keep sending them in, and uh, if you want to be like Jason, and you want to send in some some funny stories, or you want to tell us how awesome we're doing, which is Love always uh, welcome, yeah. you can do so by visiting our website at wilcomediapro.com slash btbpodcast uh, to submit your story. Um, and if you don't want to submit a story, if you have a suggestion for a segment, or uh, tell us something you like, you don't like, um, you know, we, we want to make this podcast the best for you guys, so fucking just send it in. Mm-hmm. We want to hear from you. Yeah. We need to hear from you. Um, and with that, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing your stories. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing your time with us and uh, you joining know, us. You know who we should also thank? Big Dick Nick and the Wilco Media team. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do without him. Couldn't, Couldn't do it. Was good. Um, I was always impressed he was the first guy to write yeah, he's the only one who listens. <laughs> so thank you, Jason. We appreciate you. <coughs> Excuse me. You're making I'm you're making dead. Bobby die. I'm not dead. I'm he's back. not dead. I'm back, baby. Um, hey, if you want to uh, uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube page, love it. Well, that would, friends. that would just be swell, and you can do so these uh, knees at Wilco Media. That's the name of our YouTube page. That's I mean. It's pretty simple. And you can listen to us and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to them. Apple, uh, just Google, other things. Just Google it. Just look us up. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. That's a Kim Possible reference. Anyways, uh, leave on a high note like Uh. that. (laughs) And uh, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week. Thanks. All right. I have to piss. I do too. So bad. Pretty fucking bad.